0: Giving you permission to be who you are, we've got Christina Glickman here on No Boring Stories. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast, here to make sure there's no BS in your brand story. You know that storytelling is the best way to engage your ideal audience today, but finding and sharing your brand story can be a confusing process. My friend, if you're confused, you better believe your audience is too, and a confused customer will not buy. That's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you expert storytellers, transformative founder stories, and my signature storytelling tools, all to help you use storytelling to grow your business and impact like never before. Because when you share your story, you shape the world. I'm your host, Alex Street, and I used to walk around the house wearing my mother's fur coats. And she had a lot of them. Well, today on the podcast, we've got somebody who loves a fur coat or two. It's Christina Glickman. She is a mother of four, a TEDx speaker, host of a podcast, author of a best-selling book, and founder of the women's movement, The Extra Love Army. Her powerful message on reclaiming your voice inspires women to intentionally show up for themselves every day to live a life with a little bit extra. Christina is such a joy. And we dive into this conversation. We get into her story and all along the way, she's just dropping these nuggets of amazing truth about showing up as your true self, your most authentic version of you so that you make the best impact in this world. And then we unpack this story and we see even what her issue is right now. What's her main problem in her business? And the magic of storytelling is being able to solve that problem and see how it all comes together. You're going to love this episode if you like an energetic conversation, if you need a bit of permission to go forward and try something new today. Christina is the start of your path to get there. Now, here's my conversation with Christina Glickman. Welcome back to the No Boring Stories podcast. I, of course, am Alex Street, and I'm joined today by... You know, of course, she's wearing a fur <laughs> and these loud glasses. It's Christina Glickman here on the show. Christina, how are you doing today?
1: I am so great. I'm so happy to be connected to you. I feel like we've been uh, dancing around each other for some time. So it is a real privilege to be here. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it is such a joy. I I don't even I'm trying to figure out who connected us. It's one of those where you just go, ah, let's just call it fate. <laughs> fate connected us. That's right. And and um just following along your journey a little bit I am fascinated by who you are and sure. how you show up in the world. Mm-hmm. I guess first question right off the bat I want to get into your story and we're going to talk all about how you use storytelling and and kind of you know what can we focus on? Sure. To, what problem can we focus on sure. to solve with storytelling in your business? But first question yeah. somebody's going to hear this and they're going to go and find your your Instagram profile they're going to follow you for a little bit. And as I say, see how you show up in the world. How much intention does it take for you to be who you are? That is the weirdest question I think. I maybe think the most all. broad.
1: No, you get it. You lay it out. Okay, I think tell me about that. Um, it takes two hundred percent every single day of my life to show up with this kind of intention. And I didn't say that I do it well or do it, that I do it right every day, but it is right. ever present that for me to show up in this way allows me to lead the life I want. So Mm -hmm. I always say that the intention that I have is that I truly want to suck this human experience for everything it's going to give me. Now, how that's defined for me is so different for someone else. For me, Uh my North Star are my four kids and my husband. I Mm -hmm. want to be with them 24 hours a day if they'd let me. Mm-hmm. And the second piece of it is, is building a business and championing women and doing all these other things that I think make you come alive. But I will say that I don't believe it comes organic or natural, or you just get to show up. And I always say like, sit on a golden toilet seat. Like it just doesn't happen. I think yeah. it's an intention and it's okay if you don't want to do it. Right. If you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm watching Netflix, I'm out. That's okay. But be very aware that you have the agency to choose and- you either want to do it or you don't. And my way isn't the right way, nor is yours. It's more of just, yeah. I think, an awareness.
0: So, okay. So there's a few words that you said there. Intention, agency, choice, awareness, awareness in the work that you do, which we'll get into exactly what that is, what's what would be the main hope that like you could pass on to someone who comes across your work or even hires your specific services? Mm. Maybe it's one of those words or is it something else that you're like, this is what I'm driving towards. This is what I want the world to experience and to live out on their own. What's that word? What's that feeling?
1: I, I think it's permission, permission to try on Oof. this life in the way that you wanna live it. And you know, that is something that no matter who we are, we always want to see someone else and say, wow, I'm either not alone or they did it so I can do it too. And something that drives me every day is that any human I want them to understand that they too have the opportunity to do what they want within this life. Now, listen, I'm not an idiot. I understand that I come from, from a, from privilege and I do not suffer so many of life's consequences. I'm very aware of that, but in the things that I can control, I'm going to show up as my best self. And that takes a lot of work. And I think when you do it all the time, people might think it's easy. It is not, it is a full intention. And so I think when people come to my page, First of all, yeah. I want to give them a lot of joy. I want them to be happy. I want them to understand that they too can create a life that they want. Um, you know, you'll see a lot of, a lot of color. And then one yeah. thing, which I'm not just saying, cause I'm on your podcast, but you know, human connection will never let us down. And I think storytelling is the path to doing it. And yeah. we all have a story to tell. I don't think you have to tell every story that's on your own, but we are so afraid to share who we are. Cause if you see me, you might not like me, but I think that's the power. And I think that when we do show who we are, that's when we become our most confident because I realize that I'm okay. No matter what you think.
0: Ooh, you are touching on so many good nuggets here. And uh, I think that's it. That, that piece right there around storytelling creates this human connection, which is what you do so well. and, and, Really, ultimately, what I was so excited about there is towards what end, and it was this piece of, of course, along the way, there's joy, and there's connection, and there's all these, so that mm-hmm. someone may feel permission right. to go and create their own life. Right. And so as you are out here, mm-hmm. you know, giving us permission.
1: Mm-hmm
0: why is that so important to you? Like as you go back and this, that's where I would say, okay, let's go back sure. in the story. Let's just have a peek sure. at who Christina was. Sure. If that's who you are, well, who were you? Yeah. Did you grow up? Did you always feel that permission to be yourself or was there something else in the way of that? What, no, what shows up for you early yeah, on? I
1: definitely think that there was obviously like anyone else growth and change. And I think you can never underestimate the power of aging and the wisdom <laughs> that comes with it. But I do think that, you know, you know, I just turned 50. So the way that I grew up was hustle culture, that badge of busyness, achieve, achieve, achieve. And all of those titles gave me self-worth, right? Whether or not it was at work or getting married or having, or being a mom, whatever it might be. I needed those words to to have self-worth for me personally. And I think what ended up happening is that, um, I was so committed to the outcome of something I wasn't living. And so now I'm completely detached from how something might happen. Like when I come here and I talk to you, I'm completely talking to you. I want to learn about you. I want to hear from you. I'm not thinking, oh gosh, well, I'll be on this podcast. And I wonder what will, I've stopped myself. And I think that's also about living in the present moment. But I do believe that, you know, when we are so, we're wired. Right, it's hard to break that those patterns and habits of how we've been operating. So when when somebody says that you know you you can give yourself the oxygen to dream about what you might want to do, we kind of just dismiss it. It's like, well, I can't do that because life gets in the way. I've got bills to pay. I've got kids to raise. I've got I can't do it. But all I ever want from somebody is, can you give yourself that five minute window to just like sit with yourself for a minute and say. What do I want to do with my time here?
0: What did that look like for you? When you talk about like, you know, it, it was this like push it and and just please do whatever I can oh. that the titles gave me. Yes. Uh, give me a moment. Give me give me an example. What did that that past life, that old yeah. life look like for, sure. for you? What, lock in on a, a moment, a story yes. there for me.
1: And, th- and this is not uh, this is recent. I mean, and I think it's also about. When you said, what does it mean for me, how I say this today, which could be how I, not how I say it tomorrow is that I feel that I've never walked in more peace in my life. And to be clear, I don't mean success, like I just mean I am peaceful. So at the end of the day, my checklist is how do I want to feel at the end of the day? Not about what I've accomplished or what I've done, but I will tell you that was not that way even two years ago. So right. I give the example of TEDx, it has nothing to do with TED. You don't ever have to do a TED, you don't have to talk, you do have to do anything. But the reality yeah. is that I only, in hindsight, I only did that because I think I needed to feel that I could say I did it, and I was important, yeah. and it gave me credibility. Well, what ended up happening is the nine months of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. That's the real gift because it was all of who I became along the way. And I know that sounds Mm -hmm. so pithy, but it's the truth. And the only way you get to figure that out is when you actually pursue something, anything. Mm -hmm. And so why, why you think you might be approaching something usually isn't what you're gonna get back if you're open to the experience of it. And I've learned now to not already write the script for what I think is happening and instead go in with just sort of as much, clarity as possible. Mm -hmm. And also be Mm -hmm. real about it. Like when somebody says, Okay, I want to write a book. All right. Well, is it because you want to be a bestseller? And if you do that, there's no shame in that. But like, call it what it is. Like, why are you doing something? And why are you not doing something? And I think when we get clear on why or why not, it just makes it easier for us.
0: So when you, uh, this is fantastic. It's so good. So when you if we can lock in on that TEDx, that that was two years ago, you said
1: Uh, last year,
0: Last year. Okay. I but gave it like life. so so when oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, got yeah. the what did you apply? Did you get an oh, invitation? It's, it's How did horrible. that work? It's
1: horrible. No, there's you're no, right. It's, I, it's like the worst <laughs> thing on the planet and I'm still scarred. No, you you submit, you right. it's terrible. And then you So through the love.
0: submission process then, through all of that yes. work that you're doing, you were feeling, you were saying, you're like, I hope I get this. Yes. Because inside there was some like yearning for for what, for pride, for validation? Like what was that? Because
1: so much of my work is, I always say I'm sort of soul meets style. And I, you know, my sort of tag is it's, you know, Oprah meets Gucci because I have these two sides of me. And I always underplayed sort of the fashion side because I thought that wasn't giving me credibility in the business world as an entrepreneur. And I thought Mm -hmm. that if I did a TEDx, I would be able to be like, look, I can wear feathers, but guess what? I also did a TED talk. So like, I think I needed that ego uh, which again, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just, but I thought yeah. I need I thought I needed to be a best-selling author. I thought I needed those things. And now after doing all those things, I truly don't feel there's any place I don't belong. And it doesn't mean I'm cool. the greatest or the best, but I just mean I don't, nothing really scares me because I'm just gonna come as me, period. I'm not the best, I'm not the greatest. It's just I'm gonna just come and do what I can. And the worst case, I suck. No one's dying.
0: Mm-hmm. Was it what moment then you said it was like, then you've got the nine months of prep and everything. Was it, was there a moment during that nine months? I mean, all the way up to actually being on stage and hearing the applause. Was there a moment during that, that you felt something switch from like, I need this validation towards I belong here. No, no, no. I'm okay.
1: It sucked the whole way of like, (laughs) why am I doing this? And my husband would always be like.
0: So when did it switch?
1: When it was done. I got off that stage and I was like, wow, because all I really wanted from myself was my best self because I'd worked so hard. Right. I'm like, don't blow it. Like, just bring my best self to it. And that's what I did. And I realized that the energy to chase is my best self. It wasn't how many views will it get? And will this give me more speaking? Mm. And will it because guess what? Like, I also then it taught me that no opportunity will miss me. And I could just walk peacefully in my life and do what I need to do and just like let it come and and i think that 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 we can say that it's kind of like when you say to somebody let it go you don't just let it go you know, you, you yeah. have to like experience it and and like i said i don't think that you need to do a tedx to understand the journey it's more about when we get to try things on that are scary or not easy that's when the growth happens
0: yeah Okay, you and you were about. I, I think I, I spoke over you. You were going to say something about your husband. So the the journey sucked. And you're like my husband said. Oh, Whatever. he'd always what, say what, to I, I me. Like to you know, he'd something.
1: always say to me. Well, you know, you did this to yourself. You mm. No, and also, I don't want to get on a tangent, but when you also yeah. invite things into your life, and you can also have your family support you, like I had to say to my four kids, like, I I need to do this, and so this mm. is so important to me, and I gave them the gift of supporting me. I mean, I had my kids on that TED stage with me, you know, I mean, an experience they'll never forget. And, and so you, I sometimes think also too. the nice thing that happens is when you pursue something you want to do and you let others in, I mean, that's just such a gift, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's, it's so beautiful. So even just what I love about this, that picture and that moment, right, where you, you can lock in so clearly on. I I know what I wanted. Like there was this familiar feeling of pleasing or performing maybe for validation. I I like that word performing. Like I'm doing this so I can perform and I can get get what I need out of it. And then you go through the grind and the journey to get there and deliver it. You're like the whole thing sucked. So like there's this barrier and like do I really want this? Then you get off the stage and you're like, oh, actually,
1: that that wasn't about wasn't it like, at all. well, the funny part, and I think you'll resonate with this, you know, like I couldn't wait to then put on my bios or something like TEDx speaker, right? Sure. You know, it was months yeah. before I even changed it because it wasn't even a thing anymore for me because I had realized so quickly that, yes, I'm proud, of course, but mm-hmm. it was nothing compared to how it changed my life. Yeah. At all.
0: Well, it's what you said. Oh, I love what you said about it, it was the 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 chase, yeah. the ability to chase. Yeah. That is really where I found the growth, or like that pursuit mm-hmm. is actually the most exciting thing for you. Where we think or you thought, yeah, like in sure. this story, right? Yes. If it's from like, let's call it performance to right. pursuit or to peace, maybe. Right. That along the way there was this like, oh, actually, like it's it's the thrill of the chase. That's yeah, like not like that. Well,
1: and you asked yeah. in the beginning, what is it I hope that others hear? Yes. And again, yeah. it's permission to try, right? Mm. And and or permission to just say, like, I actually don't want to pursue anything right now. I'm yeah. exactly where I need to be. So yeah. it's it's that awareness of whatever that might be.
0: Or I do want it, and yeah. here's why I want it. as yeah. you said, yeah, I want to write a book, yeah, I want to, I want to make a million dollars off of my, in this business next year. Like I, I deserve that. And, and here's how I'm going to make it happen. Yes. Permission given right? It is. <laughs> so this is what I love. Okay, right. So this is this is this is what we do. And this is how we play in this is because I just get to hear you and, and hear your story and go, ooh, it looks like on the surface, I see this fabulous transformation that you've experienced through your entire life. But even as you just say, within the past, like year okay. and a half, let's call it from, you know, pursuit or performance to peace and permission. Of course, that's what you're bringing your audience through as well, through your book, through your speaking, through your coaching, through through all the different avenues and, and stages and, and platforms that you show up in, Right, you're out here giving us permission.
1: And I will say too, and maybe this will even help some of the folks that you talk to, is that <laughs> I'd like to say that I had all these things planned out. I didn't really realize the power of them until I was done. So from the moment I even started writing a TEDx, I was sharing with my community like my hands going, I know this is like, you know, bat crazy, but I'm going to do a Ted. So for nine months, they saw every single thing about my journey. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that I showed them I was on the red dot and clap for me. I did a TEDx. I had, I felt like hundreds of people behind me the whole time. Cause they felt like they were doing it too. Cause they were so invested in me getting up at 4am every day and rehearsing and, and, you know, being at the kitchen table at night in the dark, being like, this totally sucks. And, and having, you know, parts, that the curators of Ted denied. And Mm -hmm. so they went with me the whole way. So it's another lesson with whatever business that you're building. A lot of times we share an end result that's the polished package. Nobody wants Mm -hmm. that. They want to think that they're coming along with you. And again, so by the time I got to the end, everybody was just so invested in the story because Mm -hmm. that's how they care. So again, whatever business you're building or creating or... We want to understand who you are. Mm. And I think that's the first connection. And because I kind of joke around that, you know, I'm a dime a dozen. I talk about confidence, I, you know, but you have to like me if right, right.
0: Well, and so this, then there's this, this physical presence that you bring that is this standout presence alone, how you show up into a room. yes. And so when we talk about that, that's one way to be like, look, you gotta like me or like, look, this is how I stand out from the other confidence coaches or, or anything how do you use and how could we mm-hmm. from your experience use our story alone to stand out
1: yeah to absolutely. lead with
0: that to show up and say i am different from them how, but in your experience and with the people that you serve as well how do you see people using that or how do you use that use stand on your story
1: you you stand on your story and again this is so generic to say but i think it's an exhausting exercise to stay true to which is that You have got to feel so honest and transparent in what you're talking about because we we will prejudge, right? Either like, well, that's not an exciting story or that's so boring or why do I want to share that or why? But if it's coming from such a place that this is yours, it makes sense. I mean, we can all, we can all tell. I mean, I always say the most exhausting thing you can try to be is anyone else, right? It's like, if I try to be you, I'm going to fail. Like you're a master with storytelling. Like if I'm going to come out and try to be like you, I'm going to fail. It's never Mm going to work. And how much more comfortable do I get to be when I get to say, I'm just going to give you me. Yeah. And you either, if you like it, you don't like it. So my story there, you don't have to manufacture or engineer something if it's yours, right? Like you just don't, I mean, it doesn't mean that it's great or people will like it, but it is the confidence I bring to every conversation, which is, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give you my story. Mm -hmm. And and that's enough.
0: I talk sometimes, you know, about the difference between using your story and sharing your story, and I think that manufactured piece in where we get we actually get confused in that because yeah. how do I manufacture my story so that it hits my ideal client? Yes. You're like, nah, you're talking about using it.
1: Yeah, let's talk about
0: sharing it, Powerful. which to me is a bit more authentic, a bit more true. To say I'm just going to show up as I am, and the right people are going to hear it yeah. and respond to it. They're right. going
1: to lean in. I love that because so much. Feel it, but right? what you just said too is you released yourself from the outcome of it. Cause then I'm crafting mm. it so that there's a business result. If mm. I were to go out into my business and say, I just want to attract women that want to work with me. Yes. Uh, which again, I'm not trying to be stupid. We have business strategies that, you know, you try to make sense, but it's going to derail the truth of what I want to talk about. Because I also yeah. think because we are so many things, we don't fit into a nice box, right? I mean, it, we try to then stick everything in to make it, Makes sense, yeah. And I think that that robs yeah. us. Am I making mm-hmm. it like robs? Yes, us yes. What we have to offer.
0: Yeah, I absolutely. I hear that, and I think that it's more clear than maybe you just <laughs> thought it was. This is so good. Okay, so let me ask you this: Is there what's something in your business as you go forward and you 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 push this? You try to get this message out into the world to as many people as possible to, to yeah. live extra, baby. Yes. yes. What is? What's something that's in your way right now? What's a barrier that you're facing? What's uh, a challenge that you're experiencing? Can we go there?
1: Yeah, of course. My gosh, I'm always an open book. Number one (laughs) is I have too many ideas. I mean, I'm a creative soul. And so I'm Mm -hmm. in constant production mode and I need to actually stop and probably see what I've created in three years. And I don't mean Mm -hmm. regurgitating content or courses. I just mean, I think I need to pause. and have some time to like protect my energy a little bit, but it's hard for me to do that. And I know mm-hmm. for a fact, the silence is what brings the breakthroughs, but I'm not really good at that. That's one challenge for me because I'm always on to the mm-hmm. next, right? Like I'm always on to the next.
0: Yeah. I don't, what so- is it? That's what is it that when you're like, it's difficult for me to do that? Mm-hmm. What, why do you think that is?
1: Cause I like to create. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: You're like, I, I want to make, something. I want to make, wanna, something. I, I, you got an idea. I want to, I want to make something.
1: It. And I think the other, it's not even a challenge as much as that. This is a high intention pursuit right now is surrounding myself with the right energy that I need to bring out my best self. And I think the best test of that is I am so clear. Now I, I have this thing called the Ick test. I'm so clear of where I don't want to be. And so anytime You know, the test is like, if somebody asks me to do something and Mm -hmm. I'm not an immediate, you know, we talk about that whole full body. Yes, but something Uh makes me pause. I say, no, even if it's a great opportunity for me, even if it's a great career move, I'm like, my, I physically know there's something that I don't want to do here. And then that's going to take up the energy for something else that's coming for me. And I've had to learn, and I'm still learning Uh the unknown of what's coming. I now trust the universe has my back and it's coming because I can't force it because everything that's happened for me in these past few years has been because I have let go of what should happen and just like let it go yeah just make it
0: I gotta clarify did you call that the ick test
1: yeah I call it the like ICK ICK because I do it every Sunday and and basically uh you for me I would get on my calendar for the week and I'd look at it and there were like a million things I didn't want to do Now, again, Mm. I mean, we have to do things we don't want to do, but I mean, why am I scheduling that coffee? Why am I like, I don't need to be doing these things. So I started Mm -hmm. to eliminate each week things I don't want to do. And now I really don't have much to take off my calendar because I don't say yes. I right away make my decision. I don't apologize for saying no. I am able to explain without explanation. I'm can't attend. And I close Mm -hmm. the door. Yeah. And so that allows for me then to you know participate in my business the way that i want you
0: know what's so fascinating about that as we sit here and have a conversation that just brought value to me Mm -hmm. and in this sense as you as you talk through that yeah that means that this
1: is important means yeah something to me it is and it's funny you say that first of all it, it it's Beautiful. backfired a little bit on me because now, <laughs> now mean. when somebody has something with me, they're like, I'm so honored. I made it through the ICH test. So it's a little bit because I do tell everything on my stories, but uh-huh. the truth. And I mean it, if I am with you, you know, it's cause I want to be. Yeah. And I did, I led is. my whole life doing everything for everyone else. I mean, I'm the cons. I mean, we're not in therapy mm-hmm. now, but I'm in the consummate people pleaser. So now I always say, if I'm with you, I chose to be here, I'm listening, mm-hmm. I wanna be here. I don't give my my most precious commodity is my time. And if I'm not giving it to my family and kids or my business, like mm-hmm. you know that you are somebody that I wanna spend time with.
0: So this is, isn't that gonna be amazing when you take that same philosophy around mm-hmm. people and experiences yep. to your projects. And you're like, I just wanna go and make, well, what if you looked at all those ideas that you have on your sticky notes on a wall and you looked yeah. at six of them and said, these are the ones, the rest, they might be good, but ick. And these six, guess what? And you vote, you verbally, you say it, you're like, you, I'm going to be with you. And you have my time because that is your journey of trying to please everybody, not just every person, but every idea that comes into your blessed mind. You keep trying to please them and then go, you know what, actually, I have permission to say, these three are going to move forward.
1: Yeah. And I think from a business standpoint too, I did this program, I don't know how long ago called um, extra igniter where women came in for four weeks and they had a real big goal of, you know, I want to start a podcast. I want to write a book. And so at the end of the four weeks, you had to do it, right? Like this is, and, and so for those four weeks, my mental space was that they had me on retainer. Now, this isn't how I talked about it, but I gave myself over to it. So there was no, I don't know, resentment or it's too much work. Or I took Mm -hmm. the project on saying, I want to feel so good at the end of this that I gave it all I had to these people. And Mm. I think when you open up your business space in that way, and, but I said no to other things because I can't do it all. It felt, it felt right. Um, And again, these are just, my gosh, I'm learning every day, but.
0: No, it's fantastic. But I think this is where it's 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 not just random business advice that you're giving. And this is what I love about this process yeah. is now we know that this comes so authentically from your personal journey, yeah. Christina, yeah. of wanting to do all the things for all the people, help in any way I can, this performance aspect, sure. to finding peace, pausing, yeah. feeling permission to go towards what is right. Yeah. And as you have experienced that, right. you are... Like the story, I say the story you've gone through is yeah. the story you're going through. And I, I
1: love and I think
0: it's so beautiful how you've just shown up for us today mm-hmm. and shared so much wisdom <laughs> in such a short time. It feels like we just, just flew I think by. you just
1: got me. I don't know if I did or not. Maybe your audience is like, what was she talking about? <laughs> <just the> feathers <laughs> Come gone.
0: on, no way. There was there was gold in there that I'm like, don't interrupt. This <laughs> is fantastic. Uh, I wish I had my, I, I need a notebook, I need to go back. And so I, I just think that's what's so so beautiful about this. When you show up as you have authentically yeah. done, that gives us, even in this in this short space, mm-hmm. permission and, and a, the ability mm-hmm. to pull out something authentic that will be beneficial for the listeners. And so, in that, in this realm, I just say thank you.
1: Well, thank you, and I promise we can wrap it up. But I have a question for you. So, Ooh, what right? do you? Say, oh, I love this. What do you? I know, right? Why not? <laughs> um, so, what do you say to someone? So, like, they listen to mm-hmm. us talk about be authentic, share your story, be honest. Okay. That's not easy for everybody, right? Like mm-hmm. that is so hard. So what is the first thing that you tell your clients or somebody that is just either deals with the imposter syndrome or they're scared or what, what do you tell them? It's not a test, by the way. I'm just curious what you're going to say. <laughs> no wrong answer. I'm just curious. No, I that's love so this.
0: Side note, I actually love going on podcasts and asking the host a oh, question. Okay. I'm like, I get it. I'm here to hear all the questions, but I love because then it's now it's a conversation, yeah. right? And uh, great question. So when somebody feels the imposter syndrome, they they're like, I know, be authentic. But what does that mean? I mean, I my bias is you go back and you discover what's been true about you all along. Mm-hmm. So most people are looking that. at this moment and what's true about me in this moment.
1: Ooh, that's so good. I got to write that down. And so
0: as, as we unpack that Mm -hmm. and we go, well, what's frustrating about that right now? Like, what do you want to do right now? You're like, I want to help people. I want to give people permission. Great. Okay. Let's look at that Mm -hmm. and then say, where does that begin? And you're going to find some sense of you as a kid saying like, I just wanted permission. I just needed permission. Great. Right. Then you lock into this person that you've been all along that faced a bunch of barriers and got lost along the way. And then that's what you're facing. And then you get to go. This is who I am. Yeah. It's more about who I am than who I'm not or who love I
1: was. I love it. You're like um, the guy that's like going through the forest. Like, we'll find that story. We're going to get it. Um, absolutely. That's it the day.
0: magic of it. And then when you grab onto that, it's really just a decision to say, yeah. am I going to show up with it or not? Rather than right. getting stuck in this fear or imposter that like, mm-hmm. that's not me. You go, oh, shoot, that is me. Yeah. I just need to hit record now. Oh, and then it's a different game.
1: So good. Thank you for those little nuggets. Fantastic. Mm, thank you for asking. I love that.
0: That's so good. Okay. So, uh, last shot here, last piece of storytelling advice. What would you say to people around the value of storytelling in the world and specifically, you know, in, in running a business today?
1: Well, I, I mean, I would just say that you, protecting yourself is robbing yourself and other people and your story is the way to connect and to do it. And again, wow. don't need to say everything about yourself, but I think it starts mm-hmm. there no matter mm-hmm. what you're
0: doing. Oh, I love that. I love Yeah. You said that earlier. You don't need to say everything. Mm. Like everyone's got a story, yeah. but you don't need to say every piece no. of the I story. I mean, everyone <laughs> seems
1: to think they know everything about me. They don't. <laughs> You know,
0: yeah, there like we go. No. Ooh, that's good. That's a good nugget no. <laughs> too. Christina, this has been such a joy. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm I'm looking forward to continuing this friendship and collaboration as we go forward and to continue learning from you uh, on how to be a little bit extra mm-hmm. in this world. I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you thanks for listening. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. I'd love to know what you thought of this conversation, so please feel free to reach out to me on my website, on Instagram. In the meantime, honor this conversation, go out in your life, and tell a better story today. We'll see you next time.